<laughs> so the gist cast is back and I have a special guest. His name is? Will Valencia. And you train out of? 4S BJJ in San Diego. It's an excellent gym. Formerly of Koa slash Fairtex. Is that where you first started? No. Before that, I was at Peninsula BJJ in uh, San Mateo. And before that, I was at the boxing club here in San Diego. Before that, I was at Valentia Academy. Before that, I was at City Boxing. And then before that, I was in my brother's garage. I got to train there as well. So I felt very honored right, right, that's right. to train there. I got, I got smashed there when I was a... Uh, I think I was a four-star white belt, which in that gym, when that garage meant nothing. <laughs> so I just got messed up the whole time, but it was it was a lot of fun. I think when we first, you first came and we were rolling, we were doing nogi. Yeah. And so we didn't even know you didn't know like what belt I was either. Yeah, that's how I was gonna get to that story. Yeah, we first met. So this is like the best story I have in jiu-jitsu. This this is what taught me like when I became a higher belt, like how to respect white belts. Even though white belts, you know, a lot of people kind of crap on them because they're new, but Will was like he was the man. All right, so. I was like just getting into jiu-jitsu maybe a couple months you know, under, under my belt and uh, I was starting to feel like I was getting a little, little bit good, sort of, you know, quote unquote good. And this guy was like, you want to roll? I'm like, yeah, man, let's roll. You know, it looked like he's pretty strong. I was like, let's do this. So we start rolling and immediately we lock up and I felt like I was like trying to like grapple an alien. Like nothing felt natural at all. Like every single time I thought I had something on him, he would just submit me. I had no idea how he submitted me, but it was just, he was so crazy good. I was just like, what is going on here? That was the first time I actually felt like real high-level jiu-jitsu on anybody. Don't get me wrong, I got submitted by higher belts before, but it was nothing like that. Oh. Nothing like that. <laughs> and uh, I think it was in that same first roll, we were rolling, and uh, I scratched the shit out of you. And I felt <laughs> so embarrassed. I was like, oh my God. I was like, oh my God. And then you like the gentleman that you are. You're like, oh man, don't worry about it. You just went over to like your gym bag, you know, wrap yourself up. He's like, just, just kept rolling. I was just like... Dude, I was so embarrassed. <laughs> so now I think about that every single time. I, uh, I have a white belt that rolls with me, yeah. and I give him so much leeway. I'm like, hey man, don't yeah. worry. You know, <laughs> like I was like a really bad white belt too. <laughs> so, yeah. No, it's 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 uh, you know it's good because I, you want to see those white belts do what they know subconsciously, and it's like you know they're fighting what they would know, what they would do subconsciously. So you know it's good. Subconsciously, yeah. I don't scratch people. <laughs> My nails are very short right now. I cut them before I came and piled them too. Just, just so you know. I think it was just like when you over over grip, right? You're yeah. just like trying to reach for stuff and whatever you can because it's like you're trying to survive too. Yeah. You're reaching for fucking anything. Yeah. Well, you know what's funny? It's like I noticed there's like a couple different kinds of new guys in jiu-jitsu. Some of them will do like the, the death grip and the, the right. grab. So yeah. like, I think those are the more aggressive guys or other people are like a little bit more passive. They'll just let you do whatever and they don't know what to do and they will just they don't right. have that uh, their fight, or, their fight or flight is almost always stuck on flight. Like they're just, just going to lay down. Yeah. Just, you can't just lay down, yeah. dude, and die. <laughs> but I like seeing those same guys like eventually become bad. Oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah. That's why jujitsu is for everybody. You know, even though they don't have the confidence. I grew up like a lot of us did training or playing sports. It's like you love to see people that never had that kind of challenge or hardship go through it and develop it through jujitsu. You know, it's awesome to see yeah, because you did football, right, before this? Wrestled, played football, um, you know, always working out. And uh, same thing, when I was a white belt, I thought I was so strong. I thought it was good. You know, yeah. like, oh, I'm going to kill this, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get your ass kicked. You're like, oh, my God. But like a guy that is like far weaker and smaller than you. Oh, like, totally. Yeah. And that's when you learn some humble, you know, humbleness. And you you be like, that's when you know it's for you. If you come back and you're like, okay, I'm gonna, I want to learn this. Yeah. I want to defend myself. Like, Keep going. 
Yeah, so that's that's kind of um, where you weed people out. Like I've seen people come in, get their ass kicked, and then leave and never come back. And yeah. it's like, oh, jujitsu is not for you then. Yeah, that's <laughs> like I've seen so many people that I've met and been like, oh, you know, they're kind of good, but then you know they get submitted or they get smashed and they don't come back, and it's like, how do you? Somebody basically is holding a secret on how to kick your ass. Yeah. And you don't want to know how to do it. Right. Like, oh my God. That, yeah, exactly. That's what it was. It was like, I need to learn this. Yeah, yeah. I need to learn to defend myself and I want to do what he's doing. Yeah. You should feel very vulnerable. Yeah, totally. And a lot of the stuff that was done to me as a white and blue belt, like, I was like, oh, I'm going to use that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, but it's good. Like, you know, coming from, you know, being so bad to being so good. It's like a, it's like a superpower, you know, like seriously. Cause there was like things I was like, oh, you know, I'll never be able to do that stuff. Like I thought I could never do triangles. Yeah. You know, but now I can do it. You know, it's not just yeah. not just because I wasn't flexible because I was bigger. It was just because my that, what everybody says is that my angle sucked. You know, I, right. I didn't understand the concept of doing triangles. It's think. never. It's not that you can never not do it. Yeah. Right. It's like no, no, something. And it's what's cool. Like for instance, now you can go online, find so much information, so many technique. But when I started, like there was only books. Yeah. You had to buy a book, <laughs> and so you'd go through the book and like, dude, I only know ten percent of this. Yeah. And then you come back to it six months later, like, oh shit, like I know another chapter. Yeah. It feels like it feels realistic, like doable. Yeah. yeah. And so you're starting to see that. So, but physically, nothing's changed. But mentality, your approach has changed. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I just need to change my angle. I need to change my leverage. And I could do this. Yeah. Yeah. I feel so. like it's like, if you ever watch Dragon Ball Z, it's like, I feel like the fighters in Dragon Ball Z, I always get better after you beat. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. Oh, totally. You've got to take your, your beatings, man. That's, yeah. what's, that's what's cool about it. That's why everyone's so humble. When you come to the mat with new people, like everyone's so helpful because we all been there. Yeah. We've all been in white belt. We've all begun done our ass kids. So, so it's uh, everyone wants to help each other. There's no ego really. Well, most places. Yeah, yeah. You know, now well, that's the that's the good thing and bad thing about jujitsu. It's gotten more mainstream, which is awesome because it's everywhere now. Yeah. But at the same time, there is some dilution there. There is some people that maybe aren't necessarily, you know, how it was. You know, a decade ago. So, so there is that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely got to find a, a good gym. I, I got lucky at, at Color Me. Yeah. I just found a gym and I was like, come on. And, and dude, gym. yeah, Marisa is awesome, man. That's yeah. like, you know, that's that's my brother. So that's, uh, you know, uh, and I miss all the, all you know, rolling. It's like, dude, that's how I hang out. I yeah. go roll. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. how I hang out. Like I don't really hang out at bars anymore, or like, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like, if we hang out, we gotta go roll. So when you hit me up, it's like, hey, I'm kind of like, yeah, let's roll, dude. Yeah. My friends will think I'm weird, but I'm like, you're going to go and like try and choke somebody? Like, what are you doing? I'm like, that's just me. And anytime, anytime you want to learn it, yeah. come on by. But yeah. until then, like, you got to accept that that's me. You know, you get like Thursday, Friday, like Saturday, you know, at lunchtime, yeah. I got stuff to do. Yeah. Like, and it's, that time is blocked out. Yeah. You know, my, my girlfriend had to kind of adjust to that, you know? They got to be, they got to be in on it too, right? They got to be yeah. like, they got to know, like. My wife knows it's oh he's got to go away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if I don't roll, it's like I get I get pent up. You know? Get anxious and um, yeah, no, definitely. Man. So last time I came out, um, you were a bit more poorly, but then again, so was I. So yeah, um, was it, we must have been happy. Yeah, yeah. Well, sort of. <laughs> no, I'm happy, happy but not happy. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't happy with the way I looked. I know that. But uh, so we talked about it a little bit before, but. Like, how did you... Well, first of all, tell us your background, like, outside of jiu-jitsu. Yeah. That's oh. relevant to this conversation. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, out of... I would, I did my undergraduate degree at UC Davis in biology. So, I, I worked in biotech 
industry for you know close to 12 years doing research and development um, and sales and things like that and uh, and I was training still at the same time and it, to me that was just like two different lives yeah. like after work I was like I just want to go train I yeah. want to go do you know <laughs> and so I kind of had like a midlife crisis where I was like I was bored and I didn't want to do my job anymore I was like I want to just train and roll and uh, so that was kind of the, the start of me trying to find a new career. So I switched, I, I went back to school, um, became a registered dietitian and a strength and conditioning coach and, and um, uh, got into nutrition. So that's where I started um, you know, trying to eat as healthy as possible and, and as you get older, it's harder. Oh, right? yeah. Your metabolism changes yeah. and um, you know, not just for like when you're young, you want to stay in shape, it's easy to stay in shape when you're yeah. young. <laughs> When you're 20, it's like, okay, I can eat a burrito <laughs> you know, all day, yeah. every day, and, and still be fine. But as you get older, it's like, oh, just trying to be overall healthy. So I got into that, and then um, that was kind of making, making the transition to, to a new career where I just wanted my careers to be closely aligned, and they help each other. Like jujitsu here, I help people with nutrition and training, and then I do I train other classes too, and I expose people to jujitsu. Um, and I'm just trying to do things I love. Yeah. Because I think in my old job, I was very unfulfilled. Yeah. It was easy, I was getting paid, but where there was no like fulfillment. So when I started making a transition, doing things that I liked, it, it meant a lot more. And so I was like, oh, I can make a living at this too. Yeah. And so that's where it is too. Now that I put myself there, more opportunities present itself. Whereas in my old job, I was getting opportunities, but they were from stuff that I didn't care too much about. Yeah. And so I was like, I got to stay close to the mats. I got to stay closer to like things I like. Yeah. And so, um, you know, then it becomes a lifestyle, right? Like, jiu-jitsu lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was like some mystical bullcrap when I first started doing jiu-jitsu. I was like, what is jiu-jitsu lifestyle? That's so stupid. <laughs> and I was like, no, nah, I don't. <laughs> I totally don't. Right, totally. Yeah, yeah. No, it's... Uh, yeah. And, I, and I love seeing people that get started and they're obsessed. Yeah. And it's like, dude, they're at their, they're up at night, they're reading, they're watching video, YouTube clips, yeah. they're asking. It's like, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what cooler thing to get hooked on than jujitsu? Yeah, I mean, I think everybody should do it. I try, I try to tell people this, and they just don't. Unless you do, you don't understand. It's like the the amount of like primal fulfillment that you get from doing this, whether you're a man or a woman. It's right. just like, it, it's there, it's like it's within your soul, but you just don't let it out. You're sitting, like most people that I know, like, they'll sit at a desk all day and they'll just do something for somebody else. Yeah. They're not doing anything for themselves. But it's the role. Thank you, um, yeah. Good to see you. And like, people just, they, they don't get that they're missing a whole entire part of their life that yeah. should be there. That should be there. And oh, you know, yeah. even if you're like, even if you're not, doing, not even doing jiu-jitsu, like just working out in general, like you need to get that out. You need an outlet. Yeah. You need a physical outlet. We're physical animals, right? It's yeah. like you need that to have that. Um, what is that? You listen to David Goggins? Yeah, He talks yeah. about that too, right? That like, dude, yeah. you know, don't make it so easy. Don't be so comfortable. You yeah. got to make it hard. You got to, you know, you can get soft too. Yeah, don't, and that's, don't be civil. Like <laughs> big. Yeah. So he wasn't, um, he wasn't uh, gifted. He wasn't like, you know, physical specimen or like had good genetics yeah like he could totally lose it just like anyone else yeah and so he he brought it back you know so a lot of respect for, for what he was able to do i like his, his message is good but i think a lot of people they, they miss it because he's such a hard man you know what I mean? like the way yeah. he speaks is like uh it's not 
pleasing to most civilized people. I'll put it right. that way. No, you, I, I appreciate it. No, you need it because he's yeah. the end. He's at the end of the spectrum. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Obviously, I'm not gonna run. He he would running till he was bleeding, throwing yeah. up. Yeah. Dude, if there's a little blood on my toe, I'm like, I'm stopping. Right now, okay, yeah. okay. But this dude, he's at the end range of what you can do, right? Yeah. And it's like, okay, he's at the end of this bell curve. Yeah. Who else is like that? Yeah. That's why they're seals, bro. Yeah. He was like the elite of the elite. The elite of the elite. I'm in the middle. I'm a schlub. You know, I'm yeah. just trying to. <laughs> but, but, if it's, he, but if you can do it, you know, I mean, you, at least you can do something like that. Maybe not all the way there, but right. you can get somewhere along that line. Yeah, exa exactly. It's, yeah. It's, it's important to know that someone out there, that's possible. Yeah. Right? But we always want to, you know, have this like, well, you could just be on the other end of the spectrum. Yeah. And it's like, that's where most people are. I don't know. And it's, it's easy to get there. Like I used to be on the, like the fat side of this, like just the uncomfortable with my body, my lifestyle yeah. side. And it's just like, yeah, I got civilized. I got too used to like uh, the availability of food. You know, right. I didn't really care. Because I came from, I, basically, I went from being a Marine, being really in shape, yeah. and getting out. And nobody told me that you can't eat whatever you want if you don't work out. Or well, you can, but there's dire consequences. So I went from like 175 to like 250 in like the span of maybe two, three years. That's crazy. And like the way it just kept on open, the mirror one day and I was like, what happened? <laughs> I was just like, dude. Yeah. Yeah, and like one day I was like, I was working on my car and I was pushing a couple around, I was bending over, pushing a couple, like just maybe two pounds of force and I slipped a disc in my back. Oh my God. And I was like, dude, this has got to change. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, I knew it when I was like trying to tie my shoe oh. and the belt was cutting my, I was like, oh, yeah. this is not a good sign. <laughs> yeah. That's what guys say, they're like, oh, I, my pants have the same size. But no, you just put your pants down and your belt goes over it, man. People aren't honest. I think if you're honest with yourself, you'll be able oh, to totally. like, really you know, take control of your life. But if you're not honest, there's not really much you can do. Yeah, you've got to have a good like perspective right from like an inner, like looking inside and like, oh, damn, you should be honest with yourself. Yeah. And a lot of people aren't willing to do that. And so that's where it starts to. And that's where going back to jujitsu is so awesome because you get feedback every role after each role yeah, yeah right whereas like if you work at a place you get your review once a year yeah and it's not even like you know you get it and sometimes they have to do that sandwich thing where they have to give you a compliment but also tell you you're fucking up because you can't be perfect right? I only take compliments I'm just saying <laughs> you, you know though I gotta say you gotta work on something yeah and it's, it's hard it's like what are you talking about like but it's over a whole year yeah. whereas jujitsu it's like do every role you get you get the, based on your effort, you get the result, yeah, and the or the consequence. You're like, and so it's you get feedback, you build a lot faster. I think that's what people get hooked. It's like video games too, right? Yeah. You get that immediate satisfaction and, and like feedback, so you keep going. Um, well, I think uh, if you're new to jujitsu, I think one of the things that people kind of forget is like, if you want that like even more immediate feedback loop. It's like if somebody submitted you or did some, you didn't know how they did it, just ask them. Like after the roll, right? Like, yeah, just total. Them. Don't just be like, oh, well, he got me. I don't know how. I'm not going to learn this. It's like, dude, just ask him. Fuck that guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, he's bigger than me. Oh, he's stronger than me. Oh, he's like, whatever, man. If you get no fight. Those are the worst, those yeah. excuses. Like, those excuses. Oh, man, whoa, you know, you're so much stronger. <laughs> I never complain that a guy's faster than me. You know, right. never, never right, 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 right. right. Or, oh, you got better technique. You're way too quick. Yeah, it's like, no, how did you do that? Yeah. What was that? Because it's, it's pretty rare in Jiu-Jitsu that somebody's going to just straight overpower you. Especially at a certain level. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. You should know how to, it's your job to know how to stop somebody from overpowering you. So Correct. That's yeah. why I look at it. There's plenty of guys that are stronger than me. I don't, I don't really care. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
so let's go to uh, go to nutrition really quick because yeah. I, I talk. About, I had a couple of podcasts where I talked about some nutrition stuff. But mm-hmm. You're an expert, so now I can ask you. Yeah. Um, I've done intermittent fasting for a long time now. I've done keto and intermittent fasting for about two and a half years. Basically. Intermittent fasting always keto on and off. Uh, okay. Can you break down the science of intermittent fasting? Yeah. So intermittent fasting is depending on the time frame. Uh, usually 12 hours not eating and then 12 hours window of eating yeah. and uh, it can vary from like up to 16 hours I've done like a 16 hour kind of intermittent fast I do, and then the 8 hours like a window of eating I do a 6 hour window so I do 8 yeah. hours yeah. yeah no it's good <laughs> you know and, and, and the dietetic community like going to school a lot of those things are kind of I don't want to say frowned upon but yeah, no, no. So, but it's like, I personally, I like it, you know, um, because so, so what happens is that when you're fasting, you're not eating, right? So that's why it's called breakfast because you're breaking the fast. So when you come out of there, you want to eat. And so this is my thing. This is, you know, um, personally to me, but I would always, when I was, didn't, wasn't aware of the amount of carbohydrates I was eating, yeah. and things like that. Man, I would be hangry. Yeah. Right? You gotta yeah. eat every two hours, you don't get pissed off. And it's when I started kind of limiting my carbohydrate intake and just being mindful of it, quality, quality carbohydrates and, and lower just the body composition. But it's like what happens is that so when you're sleeping, right, your body's still functioning, your organs are still working, your heart still needs energy. Your, um, depending on when you last ate, your um, your GI, your gastrointestinal might be working still too, right? So it needs energy. So what happens is if you don't have, your body can only only hold so much glycogen, right? Your muscles and your liver. And so when that goes, your body will start utilizing lipids or fats as an energy energy. And so it'll use that during your fast when you wake up then you have some food and now you replace your glycogen stores. Yeah. And so the lower, the, the, the idea is the less you eat carbohydrate, your mitochondria will start to prefer lipids and fats as an energy source, right? So it'll start to uh, not so much glucose. So when you have a high glucose uh, intake, it's like you want that replenish quickly, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, all the time. Whereas now it's like, dude, I can go 16 hours without eating and, and not get those mood swings because yeah. I haven't eaten it anymore. That's because your mitochondria, your metabolism wants to have that energy source. So what happens is your microbiome, your gut microbiome prefers what you feed it. Those, that, those organisms in your gut will start to prefer that type of food. So that's why the new science right now in the past few years is, is on gut microbiome yeah. and, and seeing where and how much um, it's, it's affecting our overall health. Yeah, I've been listening to a Dr. Rhonda Patrick talk about the gut. Oh, dude, right she's now. awesome, man. She's so awesome. She is yeah. awesome. Some of the things she talks about, I have to like, read, like look up. Oh, it's <laughs> but, science yeah. heavy, yeah, dude. Yeah. It's science heavy. You know she's not fucking around. Yeah, yeah she's <laughs> really good. Um, one of the things I like about intermittent fasting is that I feel like it brings back the uh, the importance of like a meal. Like to me now, food is sacred. It's not just something I'm just sort of looking in my face. Right. It's like I have to pay attention. To, like if I'm gonna eat something, like it better be good. You know what I mean? It better. Um, 
like sustain me, you know, through my window. Nutrient dense. Yeah. It yeah. should be nutrient dense. So I'm not just gonna be like I mean every now and again you know how to go or whatever, but yeah. you know, I'm not just gonna be like every day I'm gonna have fast food or you know I'm gonna eat junk food. Right. Um, so when I break that fast, it's like it's like a gift every day when I break that fast. <laughs> like seriously, like at two PM I start eating and then I stop at eight, so in between that time it's just like dude. And it's like that, that mental battle, it's not a mental battle really anymore, but in the beginning it was. It's like basically yeah. it was like every day was a challenge for me to make that goal. And I thought that was a, that was pretty neat. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, it's, uh, um, yeah, the fasting's good, man. Um, and then from, and she, she talks about it too, actually, from a longevity aspect. So um, when you, so when you haven't eaten that much, or you've had that fast for a prolonged period, your, your body is in a, catabolic state so it starts breaking down other things in tissue when you ingest the food now it's your metabolism has changed to an anabolic phase where it starts rebuilding tissue and this and so when you constantly have this intake of food it's it's using you know excessive energy caloric intake you get stored as you know energy as fat or it's it's constantly um, your uh she talks about it, your telomerases and your DNA, it gets starts to get short, things like that. So what happens is that when you, when you don't have that, it's you're prolonging the catabolic state. So it's like cellular cleanup yeah. through your body. What's it called, autophagy or something like that? Cellular autophagy, yeah. correct. Yeah, so there's a lot of cellular things, that, a lot of these things that normally need to be broken down. Yeah. So when you're in a fast, it's actually doing that. And so it, it's from a longevity perspective, it's really good. And so the new science is coming out about that, and, and that's really exciting um, to see those types of studies coming out. Yeah, yeah uh, definitely. I mean, I've, I always read these studies how they say, like, you know, keto doesn't work or even fasting doesn't work. But I'm like, yo, I, I feel better and I look yeah. better. Yeah. So I was like, I don't know if there's like science behind it or not, but this is like the way I feel, you know. And, and I did, you know, blood tests. Yeah. make sure that like your lipid like, profile was okay yeah cholesterol okay. Yeah. LDL things it, like that because when the first time when I, especially when I started doing keto they're like oh you know cholesterol is going to get to be good. I'm like are you sure because like I did, my, <laughs> I did it and I just fine like, okay it didn't go up at all okay <laughs> this is an important question okay because a lot, of, a lot of people <laughs> fuck up a lot of people fuck up when they do ketogenic or low carbohydrate diet like, they read the book that the major headline is like don't eat sugar or carbs yeah. and they just excessively eat like bacon and yeah. pork and fat it's like no no no, an actual meal, um, ketogenic, low carbohydrate, low carbohydrate meal looks like a vegetarian meal, but with just lean protein. That's how it should look. Yeah. It shouldn't be just. I saw this couple once. I went to a taco shop, right, and they had a plate of just adobada, which is this fucking awesome barbecued pork, like TJ style here in San Diego. Have you been to Tacos El Gordos? Oh, I look, the one up north. In Chula Vista. Oh, not the one. No, no, no. Go to one. Of, you're in Chula Vista, right? Yeah. yeah. I'll give you the address. Okay. The bombest ass pork tacos. Okay, okay. Anyway, so these this couple had a styrofoam plate, and there was just filled with meat. Yeah, it's too much protein. Right? It's yeah. too much fat, too much protein. Yeah. It's excessive calories. Yeah. And they're all, I was like, uh, hey guys, um, what did you guys get? And they're like, oh, we just got like eight tacos, but just the meat. I was like, oh, god damn. Okay. And they're, I was like, really? And they're like, yeah, we're keto. We're doing keto. I was like, oh, these motherfuckers yeah. <laughs> are giving a bad name to the. And so from the dietetic community, it's like you've got to do it correctly too. Yeah. So it still has to be a healthy meal. You could still do um, starchy, low starch vegetables. It's the, it looks like a vegetarian diet, but leaner protein. Well, I, I, when I was doing keto, I did a lot of uh, I did avocados, macadamia. Oh, I love it! Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Those are good. I did, uh, good and then fats. When I did have like I did have some fatty meats. So I used uh, 
pork belly. So that would, yeah, that's but okay. I wouldn't have too much because I I built the whole keto um, calculator. So I made sure like my protein wasn't too high, so I wouldn't go into gluconeogenesis. And then I took out uh, the blood test every time, so I made sure I was above, uh, okay. like between like three and five. Yeah. Um, and it worked out pretty well. But yeah, most people think that it's like a lot of protein with that, but it's, it's not. Oh my gosh, dude. Yeah, no healthy. They see that's the thing. Another thing too. People just think it's just any fat. Yeah. No, it's like no, no, you still can't have saturated fat. Yeah. Saturated fat is where a lot of dietitians and nutritionists are worried because that'll increase your um, overall cholesterol yeah. and your LDL increases, your HDL lowers, your triglycerides increase. It still has to be healthy, monosaturated, uh, polyunsaturated fats, olive oils, like you said, avocados, nuts yeah. are awesome, good source. Um, yeah, macadamia. So once I read how much fat was in a, a macadamia, I was like, oh my God. Like, so people can, can overeat nuts and that's an issue too. Yeah, yeah. So it's still, it's still, and here's the thing. Okay. Well, I made sure I, I, I ran the numbers. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. I made sure I wasn't, when I first started doing it, I made sure everything was like exactly my numbers. And I just kind of, after that I knew I had to eat. Yeah. And then I'd be like, because I was literally like measuring. I'd be like, yeah, I can eat a, a quarter of a cup of macadamia. Right, you start yeah. to see like a handful, like yeah. my, my palm, right? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's important too, being mindful of portion size because people are just like, oh, it's good. Yeah. Like almonds are good. Like you can overeat almonds oh, and yeah. macadamia nuts. Oh yeah, macadamia, especially like the caloric count is like super it's high. It's super high. Yeah. <laughs> so you still, when it boils down to it, if you want to lose weight, it still does come down to being hypocaloric content. You yeah, still have yeah. to be lower than what you're getting if you want to, you know, improve body composition. Yeah. Like you gotta, it has to, right? Coming in, coming out. Um, so that's where a lot of people still mess up. But hey, listen, if people were to do any kind of diet, it would still work. That's why we have teams, right? We have vegetarians, we have yeah. pescatarians, we have this. Any diet works because you're inherently lowering the caloric intake. Yeah. And so that's what people lose a little bit, right? And it's like, oh, this is my thing. So, but it should still be very balanced. Like your meals sound very balanced. Yeah. And that's the important thing. And it's like, okay, well, I'm for you specifically, you're saying I'm, I'm lowering my uh, carbohydrate intake, maybe around 50 grams or something, 100, yeah. right? Yeah. That's fine. Um, let's say someone who's, who's vegetarian or does the Mediterranean diet, they eat 200, 250, 300, which still, okay, maybe it's whole grains. Right, it's got it's got fiber. That's fine. They're still doing good. But listen, any diet you do from any standard American diet is gonna be way better because you might. That's the thing. It's making you mindful because if you're a typical American diet, you could be eating literally a thousand grams of carbohydrate a day. You're eating a breakfast sandwich. You're eating pasta, you know, with breadsticks, and then you're eating a burger and then fries and then a milkshake. You're easily eating 800. A thousand grams of carbohydrate. I mean, you could, don't get me wrong. You can go overboard every, to me every now and again. Yeah. But most people do it like every day. And I'm just like, you right. can't do it every day, or like more than you know, a couple times a week. I, maybe once a week. Yeah. Is, is okay, but to me. No, no, totally. You, you should be should able. Be every day. Listen, you can't. You cannot limit yourself to if you like something. The worst thing you can do is be like, I can't have it. Yeah. yeah. Because now you're building a terrible relationship with food. Yeah. Because food is probably the most intimate relationship that we have. Yeah. If you've never felt guilty about eating some shit, <laughs> I don't know what a relationship is. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We give food this thing like, oh, this motherfucker. <laughs> and people have to, yeah, that, you're right. The relationship with food is like, it's so weird when, you know, you just, you're constantly eating because I think you forget about the relationship that's there. Because first of all, it's it's so easy to get food out of it. Like, yeah. But I don't think it really designed to have like all this food. Access. Yeah. But I think it was, uh, we're supposed to always output more than we intake, right? That's the yeah. way we're like designed. And I think 
if you're always half food, you're not used to doing that. Yeah. You don't work out like I still got it, so just keep eating. But. Yeah. Well, that's why, dude, if you notice, like, we're the only, I don't know if this is true, it seems like we're the only animal that can, you've watched that show, My 600 Pound Life. Yeah, yeah. It's like, dude, how is that human possible? It's like we're the only animals that could keep this, that caloric intake, that excessive caloric intake, and save it. Like, because our bodies are wired to be like, oh, get it. Well, if you ingest it, we'll keep it. Yeah. Because maybe at some point we might go through a hard fast or or uh, hibernation and shit or something, yeah, right? It's yeah, like, yeah, use it. Yeah. It's insane, <laughs> yeah. right? But that, I think the reason why, like, something makes us different from animals is that our society makes it uh, possible. Because if you're 600 pounds, if you happen to, in, the, in, in nature, if you happen to eat, yourself in 600 pounds with like your normal body to be 155 pounds, you will just die. You'll get eaten by a predator. Oh, yeah. Right? But <laughs> here, you know, as, as uh, human beings, we're apex, right? Yeah. And as society insulates all the people that are like that yeah. from those predators, it comes like all of their health needs are taken care of by society, That's all, true. all that stuff. You know, yeah. they're driving, they're safe. They're right safe. Yeah. yeah. They get soft. Yeah. They don't have to worry about it. And that goes back to, you know, on a little side thing, it's like, having self-defense over your own family yeah like i believe in controlling the safety of my family like yeah. i have a firearm it's like i'm not keeping it in the hands of like oh the police will be around yeah. it's like no no fuck that yeah like, me and my girlfriend <laughs> had a conversation the other day uh, because there's a police guy come out front and like in the middle of the night like they did the, i heard somebody banging the door kicking in there was a fire and i felt a gunshot i immediately went in the marine and i was like oh, i've got a fucking gun yeah. I, got, I had to just get everybody in the back of the house like where's the but I was like, there's no way. I can't just get to a fucking bullet, you know? Yeah. Okay, go. I fixed that post. Alright. Yeah. yeah, I can't just get to a bullet. So we had another conversation, luckily it was quick, where I'm like, yeah, <laughs> um, we're buying a, we need to buy a gun. And she was like, okay. Like, oh, right, she cool. was down, nice. Yeah, yeah, okay, good, good. So I don't want to have to like drag this out because I mean we got you know. That's a whole nother thing. Like people say, okay, well, if you have a gun, it could be used against you. It's like, okay, if it does get used against you, that was the wrong time to pull that shit out. You yeah, need jujitsu yeah. in that. Time. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. all about distance, right? Yeah. If someone's in your bedroom and now they attack you, it's like, okay, obviously you can't reach for your gun. Yeah. You got to fight that motherfucker, right? Yeah. But if he's banging on your door and you got a chance, you got a window, it's like, okay, let me go, yeah, you yeah. know, prepare myself and my family. So, anyways, okay. So, then, yeah, going back to the safety, like, you can't, you got to take your well-being and safety into your own hands, right? You can't let other people take care of that shit, right? Yeah, it's like, it's, it's, you're offloading your own thing, but... Right. Like, you're, oh, I'm the victim, or it's like that's the whole thing about wellness um, it's, it's called I, it's called self-care like you got to take care of yourself and it's not selfish people think well it's it's uh, uh, oh you it's a vanity thing like I'm trying to no 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 dude it's it's whatever wellness it's gonna make you a better whatever you are a better dad a better husband or husband or wife whatever employee it just makes you perform better yeah right it's not like when we were 20 it was, it was all about oh i want to look good <laughs> yeah now we're getting older it's like no i'm just trying to survive longer <laughs> yeah you gotta you gotta move well you gotta be able to you know like you get what you seeing you lift your kids up like you've got to function around people think you have freedom because you have choice true but it's also limited by physical ability yeah where people's like, oh, I wish I could go hiking, but I just can't because my ankle, my whatever. It's like, 
you're you're limiting yourself. It's like you know you can do that. Yeah. Right. It's, it's like, like that's the real freedom. It's like the physical of like I can fucking go anywhere I want to go. Yeah. <laughs> people like this, like the quality of life as you get older is like a serious deal. I think most people they don't understand that. I mean, yeah, people are living longer, but if, if honestly, if you get them around well for the rest of your life, I mean, your quality of life sucks. You yeah. Know what I mean? like, you can't be filmed here. Totally. Quality of life, that's huge, man. Yeah. And that, that incorporates like we're, we're physical animals where we need to express expression is not only communication verbally it's it's expression physically yeah it's like doing stuff like physically you got to be able to move well and that's part of i think the quality of life like you said it's you got to have it you know? yeah but yeah going back to the nutrition <laughs> so any dude any diet you do it'll work but I mean, I, I, I also keep my, it's, it's just in the end, it's becoming mindful of what you choose to put in your mouth, what you, what you do. And here's the thing, society, it's, it's hard, okay? I have clients and I tell them, it's hard to lose weight and get in shape because this society, it's built against you. It's built for you to fail in the sense that, food, like you said, availability of food, Available 24 hours a day. You can drive. You don't have you to get out of your house. Car, dog. You don't have to leave. You don't have to leave your house. You have the shit delivered to your house. Um, it's weird if you go to like Europe and other countries. Their fridge is literally the tiniest fridge because they get food. Yeah, they go out and they, us. I, we're guilty of it too. I got a freezer in the back, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, <laughs> I got two fridges. <laughs> but I'm sure it's filled with meat and like yeah, veggies, yeah. right? Whereas most people are like, oh, I have pizzas ready to go, burritos, these things, right? That well, are I've, super. I've got cauliflower pizzas in the, in the fridge. Yeah, yeah those are awesome. Yeah. But it's like things that are hyper palatable. Yeah, yeah. That have calorically dense with no nutrients. People have that shit. Yeah, I think uh, people uh, like the sweet foods. Like, if you go, like, without sweets for a long time, and you go back to having, like, a soda, that yeah. shit is so sweet. So sweet, I'm like, how yeah. do people drink this every day? Like, oh, it's my crazy. gosh. Yeah, totally. No, my dad bought some donuts, you know, the holidays, yeah. and I had about, I was like, oh, it's so, it's so sweet. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> but you could get used to it. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. Um, no, no, we're, yeah, take your time. We're all good. Um, yeah, I'll lock up. Um, but, yeah, so it, the system, dude, it's hard. It's It's... The recidivism rate of going back on your, t- you know, bad behaviors and choices is super high. It's like, off, I mean, going off a diet, right? Yeah. It's higher than like cigarette smoking. Yeah. What the statistic, statistic I last heard? Well, I think that too many people they uh, they have like a goal, right? But then they don't have a goal after the goal. So like, so I've been on diets before, you know, where I lost yeah, weight. Yeah, go up and down, and right? And back, yeah, right? yeah, so yeah this, totally, totally. So this time what I did, I have a, I have a window, all right? So. I, I usually stay between 168 and 175 pounds. Okay. Anytime I go over 175 pounds for a week, I go back to strict keto and basically eat once a day until I get back on back on 168. Yeah. And there's like no excuses. Like yeah. that's just what I do. That's good. And so that's worked for me for the past two and a half years. I've never gone over 178 pounds in the past two and a half years. Yeah. So. That's see that's sustainable. It's maintainable. It's 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 uh, that's your baseline. Yeah. Right. And your body. Your human body can always adjust and develop a new base yeah. if you let it, yeah. right? Yeah. Like if you let, it'll just be what that new one is. We can't let that happen. Yeah. It's like I tell people all the time: you have a goal, that's great. You hit your goal, 
but you gotta even if he goes up a little bit like you gotta give you gotta be realistic and give yourself a leeway yeah. like a spectrum but yeah I have the same thing like I can't get above like 185 yeah it's, a it's like man that's a slippery slope <laughs> yeah. and then your body starts to like develop a new baseline where it's like this is where I wanna be yeah. and so I like that you do that that's perfect like well, that's really good what happened is you know I, I lost it all I lost like when I did keto I lost it so fast and then I was like alright cool you know, then I started getting complacent and like I started, I ate a couple of burgers one day, you know, the next day, you know, I started drinking beer a little bit more. And then just like, all of a sudden, like, I noticed, like, and it, but the, you know what happened? Like, for the first week, I didn't get any weight. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I cool. in the back. Cool. The- <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm good to go. I get to see whatever I want now. And then like two weeks later, I was like, oh, damn. Because your body was giving you a chance. Yeah. It was saying, yeah, okay, was <laughs> I'll give you a week, get back. But if this happens again, it's like, well, okay. Because we're doing this new thing. Yeah, yeah. I guess you suck again. Yeah. I mean, like you know, last night. So yesterday, the first day I had breakfast in years, right? Like probably, probably at least at least a year. So I had breakfast yesterday. Because it's like socially, it's weird not to eat breakfast with like your family. Right. And so you know, I feel like a whole family's here. And like the first day, like first day I was here, I was like, oh, you know, I'm not gonna eat. Then I was like, it's Christmas day. Yeah. Like I, I gotta eat breakfast. Yeah. And I kind of went off the rails, but you know, I know I'm off the rails. That's yeah. why I'm here today. Yeah. And then you know. You know, next week I'll make sure to keep a close watch my weight and make sure it doesn't go and I'll yeah. get everything Yeah. See, so, so, because client, if I had a client like you, it would be easy because your compliance is, is good. Like you like, hell yeah, I'm good. For a lot of people, it's difficult and being realistic, it's, here's the thing, when people say you should do cheat meals, it's like you should not do cheat meals. <laughs> Cheat meals are available all the time. Yeah. Why the fuck would you give yourself Saturday? It's like, dude, there's always if you if you live in this society, you have family and friends, you're gonna go to a birthday party. Yeah. You're gonna go to a celebration. Okay, that's okay. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So with have that be that day. Yeah. yeah. You, and, and because it's socially, you can't be that weirdo when you're going to a party. And then you're like, oh no, sorry, I'm on a special diet. I do it sometimes. But yeah, yeah, I know. See, <laughs> yeah. that's why I'm saying. That's why. That's why. Yeah. That's why. And you're on the window. <laughs> yeah. So you should those other cheat meals. Like you should not do that. And when you have a party, it's like, dude, it's it's you know your family. You should enjoy it. Yeah. You should yeah. have a beer. Keep going. You should have whatever meal they're having, and you should enjoy it. You should. That's what you should do. And so, so for instance, like. Uh, with dietitians, man, we, we like to eat. Like, if there's a party and there's home-cooked food, someone brings something specialty, it's like, hell yeah. Give, I want to try that. Because guess what? The whole rest of the time, I've been doing awesome. But if someone that's like, oh, I'm trying to, you know, I'm on this diet, it's like, well, now you're trying to maybe save some face because you've been fucking up the past week. Yeah. And now, but it's like, that's not the time to do it. You should have been good on your own. That's true. Right? That's true. Yeah. And then when the party comes and someone's making awesome, like, whatever, it's like, dude, you should enjoy that. Yeah. And it's a bonding. We're, we're the social beings where it's like, it's built around breaking bread. Yeah. With yeah. friends, family. It's like, you should enjoy that time. That's how we get together. Yep. It shouldn't be like, oh, I'm going to limit myself. So to me, that that's when your cheat meal should be, quote unquote, right? Um, but when you're on your own, you should be doing well. Yeah. You know? It's easier when, you're, when, when I'm just on my own. It's, it's, it's easier, easy. right? Yeah. The, to me, that's the hard part is when I'm with family and friends. It's like, okay, bitch. <laughs> I've got no willpower. Yeah. Oh, and here's, a, here's another thing for everyone. People say losing uh, um, weight it should be willpower, mental. It's not. It's, it's unfair because 
it's not your mind telling your stomach what you should eat. It's, dude, your gut is telling your mind what to eat. And if you think you're going to beat your gut, good fucking luck. You're going to lose nine, ten times. Okay, let's say you smell some pizza, right? Guess what? You're getting your salivary glands start producing enzymes to break down the food because it thinks it's coming. Because you smell it in your brain and it's like, oh shit, I'm going to get some pizza. And then you're like, no, no, I'm going to fight it. Yeah. And then you'll fight it for a week, and then you'll fight it for two weeks, and then you'll feel awesome by yourself, and then on that second week, you'll be like, I'm going all in, baby, because I did so good for two weeks. Because yeah. guess what? Your gut's reminding you, like, bitch, I still want it. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, that's the thing. You should never prevent yourself from having something you want. You should be like, okay, let me, I call it wet my beak. Yeah. If you want a piece of pizza, motherfucker, have a piece of pizza. Yeah. Have one slice. But preface it with like, oh, let me have, you know, salad, veggies, have some water, and then have a slice of pizza. Yeah. But if you fuck up and you're starving, you're going into a situation where there's like three pies, good luck trying yeah. to limit yourself to one slice. Yeah. And you, and you try to fight it for like a week. Yeah. You're going all in, baby. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a real good point. You know? Every so, person that you know, I was like, oh, all about I got it. Man. Yeah. Got yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's. These are the kinds of things when I meet with clients, it's it's behavioral changes and approaches to challenging situations. So it should be um, around your life, work, things like that. If you see a diet or a nutritionist that says, you got to do this, this, and this, because that's what I did. Yeah. It's like, that motherfucker's 20 years old. Yeah. He's got genetics. He's fit. All he eats is chicken and broccoli all day long. He don't have a family. Yeah. You know, that motherfucker, you shouldn't listen to him. <laughs> <laughs> You yeah, know, you got to take into account family, work, friends, and all those kinds of things. So it, it's a more dynamic, nuanced scenario to being healthy, losing weight, and that's why it's important to to see a professional, see a dietitian. Yeah, you know, because we can help you build goals, realistic, approachable, and sustainable. So it's not just like, oh, I'm giving you a meal, follow this. No, no, no. It's like, where are you fucking up? Yeah, where is it hard? Where is it, you know, difficult when you, or like well, another big one is when you go out to eat, like you can still do well, you can mitigate damage going out and you can make good choices at a place that's only 24 hours, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So there's still some things you could do. So it's not always like, so people are like, well, I was out and all they had was Jack in a Box. So I got the fucking double cheeseburger fry. It's like, you motherfucker, you still could have done. You could have still. It won't be perfect. That's okay. But it shouldn't be letting, you know, the reins off and just going full tilt. Right? So those are some other. (laughs) So you started your own business, right? Yes. What's it called? Integrated Nutrition. And performance. Yeah, think about that. I know. <laughs> INP, Integrated and Nutrition Performance.com. Um, I usually see clients that are from around this area, like guys that work out here, um, you know, friends and family. But next year, I'm going to start doing some like virtual, like Skype calls. Because I've had even even people that live in like Chula Vista that I know, it's like, dude, I was like, well, we have to meet up. It's like, it's hard. We can still get a lot of progress done by doing either a phone call or yeah. doing a Skype call. So I'm going to start doing that. Um, I think it's funny here in San Diego, people think that Chula Vista is far. Like, I'm like, it's not that far. <laughs> it's only like 30 minutes away. Bro, when you were like, you were like, I'm in Chula Vista, I was like, damn, okay, that's, that's far, far, dude. But if you still want to come yeah. up, you can come. 
I drove like, you know, what, 500 miles to get here? I know. So, I got a, I got a buddy who has a gym in Chula Vista if you, if you're, you want to go there too. Uh, so let me know. Or you can come back. You want to come back up any other... When are you leaving? I'm moving on Friday, so I'm probably going to do this again. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah if Thank you wanted you. to come up, yeah. please let me know. I mean, I want to do it more, but it's my girlfriend's birthday tomorrow. Oh, so okay. You can't do it. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Friday, we'll drive back early. Dude, it's so funny, man. Like, we got stuff going on. Like, my wife's like, okay, we got this thing going. And, dude, before she gets home, I'll, I'll do so much, like, housework. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like... I'm gonna go to jujitsu. <laughs> <laughs> like I clean the dishes, the I fold the laundry. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm putting some points in there. Because yeah. all I want to do is go roll. Yeah. Is that so bad? <laughs> it's for us. We gotta get healthy. All right. So the uh, video portion of this stopped a little while back, but don't worry. Okay. It'll still be on video. Just be. It'll cut the audio only at some point. In the video. Yeah. My card is full. I'm professional with me. <laughs> <laughs> but the audio is still, it's still recording, so it'll be fine. I'll just sip it up. Oh, okay. No so, worries. Uh, let's uh, wrap it up because I'm cold. That's one of the things that I didn't know. I know. We cooled down. Uh, that after uh, I lost weight, I got cold. <laughs> I got you got no insulation. Yeah. I, I did a Spartan race. Up oh, the, shit. Up the mountain, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were cold as fuck, huh? I got hypothermia. Like, legit. Oh, damn. I had to stop the race. Dude. First time in my life I was ever that cold. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, what were you wearing? I was just wearing, you know, a shirt. No, a I was wearing like a, no, I had like, you know, like some tights on, shorts, and you know, a shirt. But then it got super cold, and then all of a sudden I started shaking, and I was like, why am I so cold? And I couldn't stop shaking. Dude, that's I, crazy. Next, I had to jump into water, and yeah. then I had to go somewhere. Like it was running, and made me stop because I had to wait for somebody. Oh, okay. Like with a headlight, yeah. I didn't bring a headlamp. Yeah. And then because I had to wait, my body just cooled down like that. Yeah, I just couldn't stop shaking, man. Yeah, it was bad. Wow. Yeah, that's one of the downsides about losing weight. It's cold. <laughs> People won't tell you that shit, but I'll tell you. Oh, you know how much I got to layer now? I wear like three or four layers in the morning. I have to, you know, it's like, I got to stay warm. You know, us us, uh, slender dudes got to stay warm, dog. Yeah, it's a small price to pay, though. (laughs) All right, well, I'll put all your information in the uh, description of the video. Yeah, man. Yeah, thanks for coming out, man. Appreciate you. I love it when you come out. You always let me know you're coming in. And, uh, yeah, I miss all you guys over at COA. You got to come up again. Roll with us. Yeah, man, I was up there for Thanksgiving. I didn't get a chance, just, you know, family stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. and I was like in Brentwood. I was like, I gotta drive to Fremont. Oh, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> far. Okay, that's like, it's over an hour away. Isn't it, yeah, yeah, it's like an hour. Yeah, that's, that's uh, but no, I wasn't trying to get out there and see, see you, Mauricio, and uh, Antonio, and all those guys. I miss you guys, man. So, uh, yeah, it's good. Cool. All right, brother. Yeah.